Hello, everyone, and welcome back to YA at Heart. It is Morgan here and... Ashley! (laughs) And today, we are going to do a quick non-spoiler review of King of Battle and Blood. Bye, Scarlett St. Clair. I adore this woman. Um, I really, really love her previous books of A Touch of Darkness, which is the Persephone and Hades retelling. And that's how I found her, honestly. I picked up A Touch of Darkness and I was like, oh, I really like this. And I just continued with the rest of the books. And now she has become my favorite, one of my favorite um, authors. Honestly, okay, to be honest, I didn't know about this book until Morgan mentioned it. And Morgan was the one that read the book first. And I was like, I'll pick it up eventually. And I actually really, really like this book. I'm not going to lie. It, it was a surprise for me. Now, before we get into it, into it and read the synopsis, just know oh, yeah. this book is a five on the spice chart. Okay. It is a really? five out of five on the spice chart. Yes. Was it? You didn't think so? I felt like more went down in A Touch of Darkness than in this book. A Touch of Darkness had, like, some scenes towards the the end. Yeah. But this book, right off the bat, starts off with her masturbating. Like, I... <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. And then every every couple of... If you could see the book that I have right now, I marked it in pink. All of the, the spicy yeah, spice pads. Yeah, yeah. It is all throughout the book. So, she, yeah, girl, that's a five yeah. on the spicy rater. That is I didn't realize that. Pepper. I didn't realize that. Okay. Let's go ahead and read the synopsis. Isolde Delara considers her wedding day to be her death day. To end a years-long war and protect the people of her kingdom, she is to marry the Vampire King, Adrian Alexander Valislev, I think is his name, mm-hmm. and kill him. But her assassination attempt is thwarted, and Adrian warns that if Isolde tries to kill him again, he will raise her as the undead. Faced with the possibility of becoming the thing she hates most, Isolde seeks other ways to defy him, and survive the violence and political machinations. Is it machin- machinations? Oh, Is that the word? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of Adrian's brutal vampire court. Except it isn't the court she ends up fearing the most. It's Adrian and her intense attraction to him. Wrapped in mystery and a past he refuses to discuss, Adrian nevertheless starts to become less of a monster to Isolde. Despite their undeniable chemistry, Isolde can't help but wonder why the king, fierce, complicated, ambitious, and at times inexplicably tender, chose her as consort. The answer will shatter her world. I will say this. I really, really hope that she is writing this book from his perspective. Oh, like she did with the the Hades game yes. of retribution and fate yes. and stuff like that. I would love to see Adrian's point of view. Yeah, because there was so many things that like happened in the book where it was it it just I think it would be more understandable of the attitude or the like the stuff that went down if we mm-hmm. got it from his point of view. I agree because even that little extra content chapter in the back of the book when you finish it from his point of view was pure gold. Right, pure gold. That alone made me bump up the rating. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like that little bit, like that special chapter at the end made me sit and understand him a little more and made me like sit and yeah. be like, oh, okay, now it's understandable why this happened this way or why this went down this way. Whereas, mm-hmm. granted, I like Azul. I think she's, she was a good feisty um, main character. 
she was a little repetitive. There was there was times where Alex sat there. I'm like, Azul, I need you to just no. I I completely I completely agree. I completely agree about her being a little bit repetitive. Yes. And just like <laughs> I was like, bitch, get y'all shit together. Right, exactly. There was so many times where I was reading and I was like, okay, but I get it. I get why you're saying this. However, this is what's happening. I can see this. Everybody else can see this. Can you please jump to the same page? I need you on the same page with this man. But do you see why I compared her to Poppy? Oh my God. Because yes. it was, it was because yes. reading from Blood and Ash, it was kind of the same thing where I was like, bitch, this answer is clear as day. day. Right, right. Yes. It does make a lot of sense why you compared her to Poppy because I, yeah. Isolde is our main character, obviously, and so is Adrian. Isolde is feisty and spunky and is a, I would say, I would call her a fighter or warrior in she her is. own right. Yeah. She knows how to fight. She knows how to handle herself. Um, which I definitely love because we all love a badass female main character. She's also short-tempered. Extremely. Yes, girl! (laughs) She was like, there was one part of the book where somebody said something to her and she just went off. I don't want to spoil it, but it was was funny as hell. Very short. You got the the sense that she was short-tempered from the very beginning. But there was like a lot of stuff that happened where I was like, we... We really didn't need to jump to this conclusion. I was like, you could have handled this completely different. <laughs> that bitch was like a gazelle jumping to conclusions. Right. <laughs> and like, then you have, so that's Azole. Then you have Adrian and Adrian is a no nonsense king. He is, yes. people bow down to him out of respect and fear. And it's very interesting to see how he wields it mm-hmm. and how he shifts a little bit and changes in Azole's presence. He's one way with everybody, but with Azul, it it changes, his demeanor changes, and he's a little more tender. Can we talk about the fact that he is not a dark-haired love interest? He's blonde, blue-eyed, pale. I was like, what? <laughs> you, but, the, but it was reversed. It was reversed because Adrian is blonde, pale, blue-eyed. Azul is dark-skinned, mm-hmm. dark-haired brown eyed yes i loved it i loved it i was like not you having me drooling over a goddamn blonde male (laughs) and at that the way he's described it's like it's not even regular blonde hair it's almost white and then it says that his blue eyes are almost his blue eyes are also very very like the lightest of blue and i was just like okay I was really trying to picture this man. If you look at the fan art, now that you finish the book, look at the fan art because the fan art is bomb. Yeah. But overall, I thought that it was, I thought it was a good book. I thought that the plot was really cool. Yeah. I hoped, however, that as I was going along, that we would delve a little bit more into the plot and into the characters. We got the very basis of who they were, what they were, and what they meant to each other. Yes. But I really wanted it to dive a little bit deeper into that. I don't know how you felt about it. Um, I agree, actually. So I felt like the concept for the book was extremely interesting. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was going somewhere. But I also felt like it was cut very short. Yeah. There was a lot of loose ends, I personally feel like, that could have been tied up in a sense. But knowing that there's a second book now, maybe they'll be tied up in that book. But the con- the overall concept for the book, I loved it. This whole dynamic that's happening, this whole situation, how Azul came to, to figure out certain things. I thoroughly enjoyed that because it was very unexpected. It took, I was, as I was reading, I'm reading from Azul. So like 
when she figured out stuff is when I figured out stuff, basically. Right. I will say that, like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I knew everything that was happening. It did Correct. give me a twist. Yeah. So usually when I read certain books, I can already see where it's going. I can already like figure out, okay, I'm putting this two together, these two things together, that overshadowing. I'm like, I already know where this is headed. I, I can guarantee you this is what's going to happen. But with right. this book, I really didn't expect what happened to happen. It was very close knit and held to the chest until the very, almost towards the very end of the book. And then when it did happen, when it was, when that twist was revealed, I was like, oh shit. I hadn't expected, I didn't expect it. Yeah. Right. It's also a very fast paced book and it's a quick read as well. It's only, how many pages do we have here? 400 pages. And that's including, uh, that's including Adrian's POV. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a book at all. Like, and I think that's why I sat and I was like, I wish there was more to the concept that was that was that she wrote about. I will say with that, however, I am excited to read A Queen of Myth and Monsters when that yeah. comes out. Yeah. I don't have a pre-order, but I am gonna go and pick it up. But for this book, uh King of Battle and Blood, I would rate it a 3.5 only because I really, really, really wanted her to dive a little bit more into the plot. Like, don't get me wrong, the spice was amazing. <laughs> spice was amazing. But oh I did want to dive a little bit more into the plot and uh, the characters just a bit. So hopefully we see that in the next book. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a fan of Scarlet St. Clair. I have a good portion of the Touch of Darkness series for Persephone and Hades. But this one, yes, this has this is probably one of, not one of my favorite books, but definitely a good book to read. And I can't, I can't wait to read A Queen of Myth and Monsters. Like I, yes. If this is gonna continue the Zola and Adrian story, I most, I can't wait. I'm like, all right, bring it on. I want to, I want to read more about them. I want to see where this is going. Adrian is that you know the the TikToks that you see where it's like main male characters that if you touch her, you die. That yes, was Adrian. That's him. <laughs> that's him. No questions, just the straight death. That was Adrian. Right. Yep. Yeah, which also makes him uh so unbelievably hot. And if you guys like vampires and oh yeah, medieval times and a little bit of magic and mystery and you lock a lock. You lock a lot of spice. A lot of spice, guys. <laughs> then this is definitely right up your alley. So yeah, if you guys get a chance, definitely go and check it out, pick it up. Let us know what you thought about it if you read it already. And thanks again for joining us for this little short extra content review snippety snip. Yes. So with that, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We love you and always stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye.